Hello. Underneath the Heck Podcast. Cleaning my glasses, sorry. Welcome to season three of Underneath the Head Podcast. I am your host, author, entrepreneur, educator, CEO of Young Ladies at All Times, all that jazz, Cherie Simmons. And I am so excited to be back with you again for another episode of Underneath the Head Podcast. So this is season three, and we're actually getting close to wrapping up. This is our second to last episode of the season. So our last episode will be next week, April 10th. So I've been rocking with this season since December 4th. And so April 10th, it'll be four months of me talking about blessings and lessons. And I've been blessed to have had a few of my guests come on and share blessings and lessons that they've learned over their lifetime. In particular, we've dealt a lot with the ones that we learned within the last couple of years, especially given a pandemic and everything being shut down. It really made us get a different perspective of life and the things that we've been blessed to have and the lessons that we've learned from it. So I'm so grateful to those that have allowed for me to share my platform with them and for them to share their stories and testimonies with you. So today I was torn as to what I wanted to talk about, but it wasn't until I had a conversation with my younger sister this morning and we were talking about just the evolution of us as women and the decisions that we've made and how we've learned from those decisions. And if you've read my book underneath the head, which you can find on Amazon and where all books are sold along with my other book is that size for a reason. Just type my name in, Cherie Simmons, and they'll pop up. But um, in my book, I talk about TKOs and how God had a way of getting my attention and that he would whisper. Most of the time, God is whispering to you, especially if you have a good, deep relationship with him. He whispers. He doesn't do a lot of yelling. He only yells when he has to get your attention. And so... There were several times in my book where the character had to have some TKO moments, some total knockouts for those who are boxing fans or familiar with boxing. The term TKO means total knockout. And so I've had some of those moments where God had to get my attention because I wasn't listening to him. I wasn't paying attention to the writing on the wall. I wasn't paying attention to the red flags, the sirens, the signals that he was sending me. And so talking to my sister this morning, I realized in my three most important relationships that similar to boxing, I went in as a novice, but I'm coming out as more of a champion. And I explained to her that 
when I was in my first big relationship, which was my first marriage, I was a novice. I didn't know. I was in the ring with him. I was flailing all over the place. I didn't have my guard up and I was just getting knocked. Not physically. This is all an analogy, people. So I want you thinking people's getting beat up over here, okay? He wasn't physically knocking me out, but just the things that were happening in our relationship, the things that I was finding out about the type of person that he was and the things that he was doing behind my back and behind our during our marriage. Those are what I consider TKOs, events in my life that had to get my attention because I wasn't paying attention to the whispers of God and the red flags that he was giving me. And so being young and naive and it being my first real relationship, I didn't get my stance in that boxing ring. And so I was just taking the punches. Everything that came at me was a blow. It was, remember that cartoon? Whenever somebody would get blown up, they would see the little bird circling their head. I was having a lot of those moments because I wasn't prepared for the fights. Everything that was happening to me in the first marriage, which I talk about in my book, Underneath the Hat, um, everything that was happening was new. It was unexpected. It was a surprise, like the jabs and the up hooks and the uppercuts. I wasn't used to that. And so I didn't have my guard up. My stance wasn't right. I was flailing all over the place. And I didn't last the, all of the rounds. Is it 12 rounds in boxing? Yeah. I didn't last the 12. Is it 12? I didn't last all of the rounds of the boxing match. I wanted to. I wanted to. I was prepared to do it. Uh, 12. I was prepared to do it, but I was not physically ready. I wasn't mentally ready for the things that I had to endure. And so God was like, throw in the towel. This is over. He did the countdown. I was done. Then I moved to my second relationship, which was my second marriage. And I will say that because of the training that I went through in between the first one and the second one, which was my therapy, forming a better relationship with God, I came in and I understood that, okay, you went through some things with that first one. You got some jabs thrown at you. You got some uppercut punches. His left and right hook was strong, but now you got to start defending yourself. You've got to change your stance. And that's what the topics of, of today's episode is, change your stance. So when my first bout, I'm learning. And my first bout with the first one, I didn't know about the stance. I didn't think I needed it. I was in there with in the ring with somebody I trusted. I felt I was protected. So I was just all in love, all just lust, just, oh, just so love sick, puppy sick, ridiculous. And so I walked out with a lot of busted lip and bloody nose and busted forehead and jabs and cuts and bruises. Metaphorically, people. Because I wasn't ready for all that I've been through. Fast forward to the second one. 
I went through therapy. I was formed a better relationship with God. And so my stance changed. And so one of the exercises I love to do, and I've actually liked this since college, they offered a kickboxing class um, as part of the aerobics activities at UIC where I went to school. And so that's where I started to learn about boxing. And so now as part of my exercise regimen, three times out the week, I do kickboxing videos on YouTube. And so there's a stance you have. Your feet have to be planted. They have to be a certain amount of space apart. You have to put your guard up. So you have to have your hands in front of your face at all times. So in case you need something to block, you have your hands up at all times. Even when you throw a jab or you throw a hook or you do an uppercut, one hand should always be up to block whatever the other person is doing. So therapy and my relationship with God, I was able to learn how to stand. I was able to fix my stance and realize what a stance was and put my guard up and learn about the different types of punches that may come my way. But then I was also able and willing and knowledgeable enough to know what they were, what they looked like, and how hard they would hit. So when I went through the bout with my second one, I was more prepared because I knew how to stand. I was firm in my stands. Um, I understood what to expect because I had been through it before. And I was even able to throw a couple of my own jabs in order to protect myself. So there were some punches that landed because of the things that I had to go through and the situations that I have gone through with the infertility and um, finding out that I couldn't have children biologically at one point. It was a lot of stuff that I was dealing with. So I wasn't all in. And so sometimes I got hit and punched by different things that were coming at me, but I still had my guard up. So I was able to last longer not the full 12 rounds, but I was able to last a little bit longer in this bout than I was in the first one. There was not a complete TKO because I came prepared, ready to block whatever needed to be blocked and to also be able to give as well as I received metaphorically, people. Now, with this third relationship that I'm in, hoo <laughs> hoo. Um, my relationship with God is stronger. I've been in therapy for eight years now. I started seeing a life coach now to teach me how to manifest that shit. Shout out to most things. So my stance is different. My stance is a little bit firmer because my relationship with God is firmer. I've learned more in my therapy session. So now I know how to pivot and, and turn the leg when I throw a punch, a jab, or an uppercut, or a hook. Now when stuff comes my way, I know how to duck and dodge and, and punch where I see necessary. So I'm able to pivot and, and read and analyze the room and admit when I'm wrong and apologize when I'm wrong and speak my truth instead of just sitting there always blocking, waiting for the next shot to be thrown. I'm able to throw some too and give back and forth to the relationship so it's not a one-sided thing. And 
I know that moving forward in any other relationships that I may have, that whether it's personal relationships, emotional relationships, familial relationships, my stance is different because I'm prepared for the fights. I didn't come in thinking, oh, this is cute. And then life threw punches at me I couldn't handle. I realized that this is a fight. It's going to be some good times and some bad. I'm going to make some punches. I'm going to take some punches. But how I bounce back, how I recover from those punches is the thing that builds up my stamina and my ability to be able to handle anything. So now I'm going into this new relationship. <clears throat> I feel more secure in my stands more secure in my ability and knowledge of the types of punches that I can expect, more secure in knowing how to counteract what someone may do to me, how they may talk to me, what they may say, and I'm able to come back at them with the correct punch combination in order to make sure that I'm successful. And even with work relationships, personal relationships, the rules still apply. We have to learn how to change our stance. We are not the same person that we are in this relationship that we were in our very first relationships. We're not the same person. When we were 16, 17, 18 years old in puppy love or 23 in our first marriage, we were not the same person that we are 45 and 40 and 32 years old. We're not even the same person we were a year ago, two years ago, when this pandemic first hit. We are totally different because our stance has changed. The way we enter into a room, the way we present ourselves, the way we hold ourselves up, the mindset that we have is different. Stance doesn't necessarily mean how your feet are planted. It can be how your heart is planted, how your mind is planted how you think about things, how you maneuver in different situations. That can be your stance. And depending on the situation you're in, the relationship that you're in, the door you walk into, your stance has to be different. Now, I know everybody's talking about this Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, and you can apply that to a stance too. Each of them had a different stance. Will Smith's stance was, I have to protect my wife. Will Smith's stance was, I'm tired of people beating up on me and me not saying anything because I'm at a point in my life, at a stance in my life where I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm not going to sit there and take the punches. I'm going to start giving them back so that people can feel how I feel when they do it to me. Now, no pun intended that he actually played Ali. Okay. But like I've always said, everything comes full circle with God. So the fact that this is the conversation and I took this detour to tie in Will Smith and Chris Rock and the connection of him playing Ali was no accident. And Chris Rock had a stance. His stance was, I'm going to go up here and I'm going to tell this joke. And it should land because of who I'm talking to. So I'm going to go in confident in what I'm doing. He also had a stance of, I'm going to show integrity and self-control and not act a plum fool on this stage in front of these people. 
after he was smacked by this man. He was able to have a stance of controlling himself on live television. So each of these men had different stances uh, in the position and in the situation that they were in. The stance they had on Sunday night would probably not have been the stance they had five years ago. Because they each had to build up to that position, that stance, that, that mindset, that way of thinking. How did they get there? By training themselves, doing things differently, learning from their mistakes, self-reflecting and correcting. Based on the blessings and lessons, look at God. Based on the blessings and lessons that they have learned over their 50 plus years. So to everybody out there, whether you're eight, 18, 88 years old, everybody is going to have a different stance in their life. Your stance won't look like somebody else's stance. There's so many people going back and forth on social media saying what they would have done if they were Chris, what they would have done if they were Will. Because of the stance that you have at this point in time in your life. But it would not have been the same stance two years ago. Or the same stance 20 years from now. Because everyone grows. Everyone is in training to be better than they were. So we all will have to change our stance throughout our life. Of how we see things. How we react to things. How we do things. How we say things. A lot of us are tick, tick, boom. It don't take much. I used to say I was a volcano. I will let stuff just pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up. And then I will explode. Now I'm a teapot. It doesn't take as long. But that's because I had to change my mindset of stop letting people walk all over you. Speak your truth. Say what you want to say. And I actually had to display that and exhibit that this weekend. Where I had to change my stance with a family member. I had to speak up for myself and not feel that I was being disrespectful for speaking up for myself. And I had to change my stance in the way in which I delivered what I had to say as not to be disrespectful, given that it was apparent. But I had a session with my life coach and she wanted me as, a, as an assignment to write down what else I wanted to say to him. And the only thing I could think of is I'm disappointed. But I said everything I want to say. So I'm not harboring any feelings because I now know what I'm dealing with. The only thing I did not say was I'm disappointed. But for the first time, I was able to speak my truth to my parents. Because I changed my stance. Three years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So because of the training and the relationships I've formed and the therapy and the help that I've been seeking and the changing of my mindset, I changed my stance. So now in all of my relationships, I speak my truth. I don't hold it back or, or, or press it down and then it boils over and explodes. I don't even have to get to the teapot situation to where it starts steaming because it's boiling over. I speak my truth now. And all of that came 
from training, changing my stance, and knowing my position. So that is what I would ask that we work on, is changing our mindset, changing our stance on how we think about things, what we say, how we operate, how we move. Because you don't want to be put in bouts and fights and battles that we all go through. And you're flailing all over the place or you don't have your guard up ready to take on whatever things may come your way. So make sure that you are working on changing your stance. I appreciate you all so much for rocking with me for this season three. We got one more episode to go. Next week will be our final episode of season three. And I'm going to take a little break and meditate and reflect and figure out what season four will be all about. But that'll be coming to you in the fall. Uh, I think I have an idea. But I'm going to let the Lord finish talking to me. I'll be changing my stands. So don't forget to check out my books. Just go to Amazon or wherever books are sold and type in my name. You have underneath the hat, Erin is that size for a reason, my journey through infertility. On Amazon or wherever books are sold. Also, like and subscribe to this page on YouTube, underneath the hat podcast. You can also check us out on all podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Also, please share this video. Maybe there's someone you know who's struggling with trying to figure out what they should do next or why they keep having the same outcomes as they had in previous relationships. It could be because you haven't changed your stance. You haven't put your guard up. You haven't separated those feet and pivoted when you needed to and learned all of the punches that will come your way. So share this with them and hopefully it can be a blessing to them as well as you. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in every Saturday. Two young ladies at all. Young ladies at all times. I got so much going on. <laughs> Two underneath the hat podcast for season three. I pray that you will continue to work on yourself and learn more about you and learn to love yourself even more day by day so that you can show other people how to love you. And as I always say, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hats. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>